Welcome to this week's episode of Serving the Community Podcast. Each week, your host, Trisha Stutzel, is highlighting people and organizations in our communities that are serving through volunteer work and giving back to make our community, country, and even the world a kinder place to live. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Serving the Community Podcast. My name is Trisha Stutzel, owner of Results Extreme Business Solutions and the founder of Serving the Community Podcast. I'm super excited about the guest I have on today that was introduced to me by a very good friend of mine, Tamerson J. Her name is Patricia Anderson. Patricia, welcome to the show today. Thank you. Thank you for having me on today's show. And I just really appreciate Tamerson for the introduction. Um, I'm just very excited to be here today and just to share with you guys. And I thank you. Thank you again. And hello. Hello. Yes, absolutely. Well, and I'm so excited to have you on the show because you have so many things going on. Even before we started recording, it was like, all right, which direction do we want to do we want to go in? So what I would love for you to do first is just introduce yourself to our audience so they know exactly who you are. And then I would like to go down the path of, by the way, Patricia is an author and a speaker <laughs> and many other things. So introduce yourself and then we'll get into our chat today. Hi everyone, I am Patricia Anderson, known as Lady P. So I am a, you know, I am a mother first. I am a shallow god. I am a grandmother. I am a wife. I'm a sister. Uh, you know, I do event management. I do, uh, I, I do uh, teaching classes as far as um, being a lady kind of sort of thing, which is not an outer appearance, it's an inner appearance. So I, you know, I'm, I love to encourage and motivate and inspire women from, from the age of young ladies, from the age of one years old to the age of 99. So I, I, I just love just working in the community and I just love people. Yeah, thank you for sharing that, Patricia. And one of the reasons I invited you to come on the show is because of the community of women that you're really helping through your own story. So let's talk about a little bit about the first book that you wrote. So the first book that you wrote about life happens and sharing your story with other women and being an inspiration. Let's talk a little bit about that. Well, life happens. Um, it came about years ago when I was just sitting there saying, I don't understand why this is going on with me, why this is happening to me. Um, and so one of the things that I had to experience was divorce. Um, I moved, I'm fr originally from Washington, D.C., um, Southeast, and I moved to Houston, Texas, um, with my now ex-husband and um, two of my children. And then I had two more children when I got here. And so life was continually happening to me because I kept changing and I didn't understand what was going on. And so um, when my ex-husband decided that he no longer, I was no longer fit for him and um, my children were under the age of 18 and he left me um, to pursue happiness, I, I, I'll put it that way. Life was really truly happening to me. It's like, okay, how do I function if I'm not his wife? How is this going to work? Why is this happening? Why am I, do, every child is different. I have four children. So every child is different and they range 
Now, my oldest is 35 and my youngest is 19. So as you know, it, they range from age. So life was continually to happen to me. And so I was at one of my aunt's funerals about nine years ago and my, uh, my mom was in her early stages of Alzheimer. And so people were noticing how you know, she wasn't as respondent or didn't remember certain things. And uh, when they would ask me and my brother, my brother who lives in Las Vegas, they would ask us and it's like, well, what's going on with your mom? And my brother said life. And that just stuck out in me. It's like life. Yes. And so that's where the um, title from life happens. Um, but then I put a spin on it, unbelievable outcomes, because I'm still standing here. And I just love to encourage the women that even when life is happening to you, anybody, I can encourage anybody, you can still have unbelievable outcomes. You can still be triumphant. You can still be victorious. So that's how life happens, has, has got its birth. But it took me, oh gosh, six years to birth it out. <laughs> know how to get things done you know and so I had to employ a strategy coach uh Chica Hunt who's my strategy coach and she uh became my strategy coach and and she was just putting things together for me as as far as my thoughts and what I wanted to accomplish and you know as yourself Trish the coaching is very important whether you in business personal life um, ministry, whatever you're doing, you definitely need a coach to keep you focused and on track. And so yes. I believe you're a coach. <laughs> yes, that is absolutely right. <laughs> so you understand the coaching aspect of it. So. Yeah. Well, and thank you for um, sharing about your book. And I, you know, I think it's amazing when we have something inside of us to actually share that with other people because we don't know who we're going to impact and you're right life happens it does not stop and it's the way you choose to deal with that that either puts you on the above the line side right or the below the line side and instead of feeling sorry for yourself you just went out and made your life the way you wanted it to be. And I think that's amazing. So I know you do a lot of work with women uh, in the church as well. Uh, and I know that you've put on some conferences. So let's talk about <laughs> these women that um, that you're giving back to and the message that you're that you're giving to them. Yes, I do. I, I love working with women. And it was a, a point in, um, I hate to even reference this, but I have to tell the truth and I have to be honest because it's the only way you're going to help somebody. I used to say women didn't like me and I didn't understand why. They didn't like how you look. They didn't like how you dress. And, and, and I would always be the last one picked to be a part of anything. I always felt left out. And so uh, when God downloaded to me, hey, I want you to do this, I was very reluctant. I was like, well, women don't like me. Why would I help women? They don't like me. I don't want to help any, you know, women don't like me. You know, I like them, but they don't like me. They never want me around. So um, it was for me, I had to go to the to myself, my inner self and say, how can I help them? And one of the things was to do a conference. I was already helping people individually, talking to them one-on-one, -on -one, trying to encourage them, praying with them things like that. And I said, well, you know, I want to do a conference because God gave it to me. He said, always be a lady. And so that was so significant for me because my um, grandmother always said, ladies 
you know, they always have their hats on, their pearls on. They always, you know, they always soft spoken and they always me. But I wanted to take it further than that, you know, because I've been called a lady since I was a little girl. And so I wanted to take it further than that. That's not all that being a lady is about. It's about you, us wearing all these many different hats. It's about how we handle things, how we make decisions and choices and who we are on the inside. And so I want it not to be an appearance or what you have or what you don't have. Those are just compliments. I wanted it to be the inner you. And so I said, let me have this conference to empower, to encourage, to motivate, to inspire women to be great. They are great. And you know, we as women, we hold so many things um, bondage inside of us that we we just kind of you know shy away from doing things because we think it's either a man's job to do it or we're not qualified when God has already equipped us and we are qualified to do it. We are qualified to perform and we have such an important role on the earth. And so my conference, I have it every year. I have, this will be my fourth one coming up in September of uh, 2021. And I have young ladies from all ages to come. I have speakers, they talk about mental health. They talk about entrepreneurship. They talk about uh, coaching strategy. Um, they talk about trusting God. It's just different things that they come to empower. And if you come there, you're going to get so much information and resources and connection that you'll walk away feeling empowered. But you have to act on it. You have to use what has been given in your hand because we can tell them all day long, do this, do that, do that. If you don't activate that and walk out in your boldness, then it's not going to be accomplished. So that's one thing that I tell everyone, look at me, I, I did it. I was a product of the ghetto from Washington, DC um, and grew up with nothing. And God still, you know, he blessed me, he saw forth and I still had to activate. I had to activate that. And so that's one thing that I do preach on and I do teach on that, you know, we can get this word, we can hear this word, we can speak this word, but if we don't activate that's within us, then it's not gonna happen. And you have to be equipped to uh, know where your lane is and what you're good at, what your passion is. And so by doing that, that means you have to have some focus. That means you're gonna have to put some time in and you're gonna have to take some time for yourself too. And you're gonna have to not beat yourself up. We are our hardest critics, women. And I don't know why we beat ourselves up so much, but we are hard on ourselves. So stop being so hard on yourself. That's the truth. And when you started this story, you know, one of the things that I wrote down was acceptance. And, you know, you, you were telling the story about uh, you didn't feel like women liked you. And I think there are a lot of women out there, including myself, who have been with groups of other women and felt unaccepted. Right. And so yeah. we have to find that acceptance in ourselves to yeah. get the acceptance from others. Right. We have to be bold. We have yeah. to stand up. We have to take the knowledge and the training and the coaching that we've received from everyone before us yeah. and take action. Exactly like what you were talking about. I love that. Well, I will definitely put the information about your um, conference, always be a lady in the show notes so that people can go and check that out. If that's something that they would like to get involved in. Okay. All right. So let's take a deeper dive because I know this one is even more personal, but your second book pain 
to purpose, which is one that you and I talked a lot about um, when I first met you. I would, can you give us a little bit of insight into that book and the reason why you wanted to put that story out there for women to read? Well, I wanted to put that story out there for women to read because what you see now is not what I was then. Even I didn't know who I was. So the pain to the purpose is definitely a part of my divorce. Uh, um, you know, being left behind with four kids under the age of 18, being brought to Houston, Texas, where I had no family other than his family, um, had no friends other than his relatives. Um, you know, all I had was church and I was a believer, but I was not walking in it. So I tried, I tried to commit suicide. I took 300 pills and drunk gasoline and drove down 59 and, um, the police found me. I, the car was still running. I was in my Lexus. It was still running. The car was still running. And um, they, they took me to a hospital in Cleveland, Texas. I had made it from the southwest part of Houston all the way to Cleveland, Texas on 59. And that's where I was found in the hospital. And when I woke up, I was like, I'm still here. I, you know, why am I still here? But my mom was there, my sister, they flew in from DC. My cousin flew in from DC. My sister-in-law flew in from Vegas. Um, so it was really a, a, a tough time for me because I didn't know who I was and if I wasn't his wife, you know, because I had centered everything around. Him. I had made him my God. I had everything was I wanted it to be, you know, he was so great and powerful in my life. And I didn't know who he was if I wasn't his his wife. And that was that was hard. It was like, okay, I have an identity. And that's what I want to encourage you ladies. You have to have an identity. But once I found me, I said, okay, I wasn't going to tell nobody. Only the people that know, know. But I, God said, you have to help people. So I put that in a book. And I also put in a book, I had um, lost some friends. You know, I lost my best friend. Me and her was four days apart. She, Washington, she's from Washington, D.C. And she um, actually, uh, died of cancer, breast cancer. She was in the fifth stages as she um, got diagnosed. She was going to take the breast, the test, doing all of that, but they didn't diagnose her until the fifth stages. She had surgery. She had, um, you know, chemo and all of that. And, you know, the, the, the lifespan back then, which has only been six years ago, was three to five years uh, for that diagnosis of cancer, but she started a foundation and she was encouraging everybody else. So, you know, the loss of her, she was somebody that loved me just for me and who I was. And, you know, that was key for me, you know, that somebody could accept you for your flaws and everything else. We're not perfect. And she did not judge me. There was no judgment. And so, that was a huge loss for me because I lost a support system, a cheerleader that knew me for real, that, that knew me for real, real, knew all the scars, knew all the pain, you know, grew up with me, you know, so that was a tough one, that loss. And then my daughter being diagnosed with um, Turner syndrome, and I felt like it was my fault. And it was just so many things that was happening for me. Not only did my husband leave me, but uh, I had kids that were one years old and a baby and everybody was still under 18. And I lost my job three months after that, 
So it was so much going on. I can say that my pastor at that time and, and the first lady was very encouraging, called me for prayer every morning, telling me to hold my head up even after the, I tried to commit suicide. But that's when I had to really seek God for myself and find out who I am. And so that's why pain, the purpose is just so, I need to let people know that just because you have a past failures or you feel like you, you failed or you feel like you can't make it, that you can because I came out 300 pills, 300 pills, gasoline, and I have no physical illnesses or traits or disabilities with me. God had a purpose for me. There was a plan for my life and it's to encourage the women. So I didn't want to write that book. I cried while writing that book because I didn't want to tell that story, but I did. I told that story. And each time I burped out a book, it was during a difficult time. My first one, my mom died. Life happens. My mom died a month before my first conference and before my book got published. So it was like, oh, my God, life is happening to me. And this is what the book is about. Life is happening. You still have to be present. You still have to show up and you still have to produce. You have to be the mother, the wife, the, the co-worker, the the boss, the, the, you know, the employee, you still have to go to the grocery store. You still have to do, you still, life is normal for everybody else, but you have a new normal. And then doing, um, you know, from pain to purpose, you know, also, you know, I experienced great loss. And, you know, six months after that, my, uh, you know, my uh, ex-husband's mother, who was like a mother to me too, after she said, you know, she, and was there for my kids and, is we lost her. So it was like, okay. And then it's just been a series of things that have happened through the pain, through the purpose, you know, that we have a purpose and God can put back them broken pieces. And guess what? He needs your help to do it because you have to have a mindset to do it. And you know that with coaching that you take off the layers and you peel off the onions. And that's what my strategy coach did to me. And I'm glad that she did it before I got, before any of these things occurred. I didn't realize there was a purpose for what the process was before it occurred. So. And I, I think that, that the message here, I feel like is no matter, no matter what your story is, if you feel like you need to tell it, there's a reason, right? God is telling you that you need to get your story out there because there are other women out there that may be going through something similar or even in the same situation. And knowing that somebody like you can come out on the other end and be a mentor, a teacher, an educator, a coach, and help other women through going from being dependent to independent. Yeah. Wow, how cool is that, right? And being bold. So Patricia, as we get to the end of the show, I wanna let our my, my listeners know that you do have a third book, <laughs> Always Be a Lady, right? That one is out there. So I wanna make sure that people have access to um, getting in touch with you or even finding your book. So if you would share your contact information, social media, uh, and as well as where they can find your books. I would appreciate that. Okay, you can find my books on Amazon um, under Patricia Anderson. My first book is Life Happens, Unbelievable Outcomes. The second one is From Pain to Purpose, Broken Pieces. And the third one is actually a workbook. It's Always Be a Lady, Learning to Love Me. And this workbook will help you learn to love you. And so that's on Amazon. And then if you want to contact me, my email address is contactlady.com 
P and associates at gmail.com. So it's contact lady P and associates at gmail.com. And then, you know, I'm on social media. I'm on Instagram, the freedom coach. I also do coaching. So I'm the freedom coach. I help people walk into their freedom. And so, so that they can fulfill their purpose. And then I have my Facebook page, which is Patricia Anderson um, from Houston, Texas. And my Always Be a Lady conference will be here in September and uh, the 25th, and she will put that up for you guys. So I really appreciate you having me here today and letting me, allowing me to share with your yes, audience. Absolutely, Patricia. Thank you for being here with me and being so vulnerable to share your story. I know uh, that can be heavy sometimes, and even for our listeners, it can be heavy, but just know that there are people out there just like Patricia, who have taken the high road, if you will, right? And have decided to take everything that they've learned over the years and give that back to others who need it. And Patricia, for that, I thank you. Well, thank you, thank you. And your story is not just for you. That's right, absolutely, <laughs> it's to share. And you know that is one of the gifts that we can give to people, right? Awesome, awesome. Thank you again for being with me today, Patricia. Thank you for having me, Trish. And that concludes this week's podcast, Serving the Community.